Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I would never do that to you guys. It is a Monster Monday presented, of course, by DraftKings. It's a new week. Monday, of course. I'll give you my two or three takeaways from every game in the NFL. So I'll tell you the things you need to know about every game that took place yesterday in week three in the National Football League. And then you'll be ready to go. We already did the college draft podcast and Emery made his picks for four of the biggest games in college football that you can check out. Tomorrow, of course, we do the power rankings here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. A lot of people like those. There will be some movement. And the bets on the NFL on the Even Money podcast Wednesday and Thursday. We put out Fantasy Feast podcast to help you guys set your lineups, whether it's season long or Dynasty or DFS or whatever. And then, of course, Andrew Brandt rocking and rolling on the Business of Sports podcast. New week means new winners. We'll have a spread the word winner via social media at Ross Tucker NFL at Ross Tucker pod. We'll have a sponsor confirmation email winner. Maybe it's simply safe. Maybe it's symbol. Why would you not take advantage of the 350 bucks stock at symbol? I, I don't understand anyway. And then I love the YouTube shout out youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Actually, you know what we're doing for YouTube this week. I'm giving out a Madden on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Subscribe if you haven't already and reply to any video, comment on any video with your video game console of choice. I'll pick one to get a free Madden code. It's that easy. And it's also Big Show time. The Big Show. Overall themes for week three in the NFL before we dive into each of these games individually. You know, I don't have that many overall themes for this week. Um, a couple things that stood out to me. Uh, number one, some surprise teams are kind of emerging. I think, you know, the Eagles, I'm not sure people thought they'd be one of two teams remaining that are 3-0, and although the Giants can get there tonight if they beat the Cowboys. And I definitely don't think people thought the Jaguars – would be two and one and the way in which they're two and one 
two absolutely dominant victories in a row where they won both games by 24 points or more in the NFL. I mean, these are two of the hottest teams in the NFL, and they actually play against each other on Sunday, which will be really interesting. Then on the flip side, the Raiders. There's only one 0-3 team in the NFL. It's the Raiders. And as at Ross Tucker Pod tweeted yesterday, I think it's fair to wonder what their record would be if Rich Passaccia was the coach. They won a lot of close games last year with Passaccia. Remember down the stretch, they won all those close games and they made the playoffs. Mark Davis, though, thought he was too good for Passaccia. And this is not really a big Josh McDaniels talking point. I just thought Passaccia had earned the opportunity to continue coaching that football team. That's what I feel like. And I feel like Mark Davis blew it. In the small sample size, I thought Passaccia had done very well. And that's one of the things that jumps out to me. Uh, Injuries already having a gigantic impact on these games. I mean, how about the Buffalo Bills? They don't have Mitch Morse, their starting center. But then on defense, they were without their entire starting secondary. It's week three. Tredavious White still on PUP. Dane Jackson out after Monday night. Jordan Poyer out after Monday night. Micah Hyde, his season is over, which is a really tough blow for the Bills. He's such a good player. They also didn't have Jordan Phillips or Ed Oliver. We'll get to that game, but, man, injuries – even early in the season, making a big difference. The Chargers, Chargers were without five Pro Bowl players. Five Pro Bowl players they didn't have after Rashawn Slater and Joey Bosa both went down in that Jacksonville game. This is part of it, you know, and a lot of it's luck. Some of it, maybe it has to do with their training or whatever, but a lot of it, I'm convinced, is just luck. The biggest theme or topic to discuss, Bri, that I want to mention today is the Tuatunga Vailoa situation. I got text messages from people that never text me about football. Never. Asking, how is he back in the game? I thought the NFL had a concussion protocol. Now listen, I'm not comfortable sitting here and calling a bunch of people liars. I'm not comfortable doing that. I will say... I've had a back surgery. I've had a lot of back issues in my life. I've had a couple of concussions. If if you're asking me, Ross, lie detector, do you think it was a back issue for Tua Tungo-Vailoa? I would say no. I don't think it was. I mean, his head slammed, hit the back of the ground. He grabbed his face mask like this. He got up, shook off the cobwebs, and then he was wobbly to the point where they had to hold him up. I've had back spasms. I've had back surgeries. Can't ever remember that being the case. We'll see what the investigation turns out. I know this much. It's a really bad look for the NFL. Just based on some of the people that were texting me that were very unhappy about it, it's a, it's a bad look for the NFL. It's big show time. Well, we already did the big show. That was the big show. Yeah, you know what, Bri? 
for those of you that listen or watch the college draft podcast, I'm I'm not off on my game. I'm really not. Although I was trying to remember what I just said there because I want to take that video and put it on social media. Here's what I'll do, Brian. Before we get into the games, I'll just tell you that when I'm away on these weekends, I am so thankful for Simply Safe. I'm so thankful that we have 24-7 professional monitoring and that you know your home, and in my case, my home, is always safe. With 24-7 monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency. Even if I'm not home, even if none of us are home, the key I really like is the security cameras. Uh, in fact, us having security cameras uh, ended up being significant for the incident we had a couple years ago. You should customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Tucker. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash Tucker to learn more. Listen, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Do this for yourself, do this for your family. Simplysafe.com slash Tucker. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tux Takes. All right, uh, let's start with the Saints and the Panthers and... Panthers snapped a nine-game losing streak by defeating the Saints 22-14 yesterday. Man, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of losses in a row. Nine-game losing streak. Nine times. Nine. Anyway, um, Saints had injuries. Jarvis Landry got hurt in this one. Michael Thomas got hurt. Thankfully, Chris Olave for the Saints had a huge day, the rookie, and almost brought them back to give them a chance to win, but just too many mistakes by the Saints. You know, Frankie Louvu ripped the ball away from Kamara and Haynes, who, by the way, looked like he was flying on that touchdown return for the Panthers. Just other ugly plays for this Saints team. And it's been ugly for them all year offensively. Jameis interceptions, you know, there were the fumble, the blocked field goal. The Saints do not appear to be a well-coached team right now. And if Jameis didn't have that epic fourth-quarter comeback against the Falcons, they would join the Raiders as 0-3. Just when you thought the Saints might come back and win it, LaVisca Chenault had that huge, huge play down the field. That's why Carolina brought him in, to make big plays like that. Roquan Smith's interception set up a Cairo Santos game-winning field goal Bears over the Texans 23-20. Well, listen, um, Justin Fields had some terrible interceptions. Like when he throws an interception, he really throws an interception. 
and he's taking sacks. We'll see. He's going to get the whole year, and uh, I think they're going to hopefully see some improvement. He doesn't have a ton around him, but they're running the ball pretty well. You know, even after Montgomery got hurt, Khalil Herbert's running it really well, and yet Justin Fields not looking very good. It's weird because the Bears are two and one. It's like on the one hand they're winning and they're two and one, and it's like okay, he's winning enough that they're not going to have a high pick to be able to replace him. But there's still a lot of season to go. Let's let's hope he continues to improve. It's only his second year, and he didn't even start at the start of last year. Roquan Smith. An unbelievable game, like 16 tackles, two for loss. And he basically had the game game winning interception late, which led to the game winning field goal. For the Texans, they're just not clicking on offense yet. And the two fumbles by Damian Pierce um, were not good because they, you know, that's something they want to build on the run game and Pierce. And yet now they're going to feel like they can't trust him because he fumbled twice. Matt Ryan got his first win as a Colt Indy 2017 comeback win over the Kansas City Chiefs. You know what could have been the theme, Bride? Just thinking about, um, you know, what we were saying about Chris Olave, rookies making plays. Alec Pierce, the rookie receiver for the Colts, made some plays. Jelani Woods, the tight end, had the game-winning touchdown. The Chiefs' special teams destroyed them. Sky Moore muffed a punt. The kicker missed a chip shot field goal. They went for that fake field goal, which was horrible. I mean, special teams are one of the three phases. And and more than any other of the three phases, that's what lost it for the, the game in the, for the Chiefs. Matt Ryan, by the way, still getting hit, still taking sacks, still fumbling. I'm not sure I feel that much better, if at all, about the Colts' offense. Although they scored zero points last week, so maybe I do. Uh, the Dolphins upset Josh Allen and the Bills. Uh, Miami improves to 3-0. and The final in this one, 21-19. Talked about Tua. Um, how about the butt punt by the Dolphins? Morstead, you don't see that very often. Heat seemed like a huge factor in this game. Guys were just, it was like 100 degrees. Guys were just exhausted at the end, exhausted. Star of the game was really the Dolphins' defense, getting it done, especially in the red zone. The Bills ran like 90-some plays. The Dolphins ran 30-some. and But the Bills struggled in the red zone, both areas. You know, Allen missed a touchdown throw. He fumbled inside near his own goal line. Bass shanked a 38-yarder. Matt Milano dropped the pick six. Gabe Davis dropped the touchdown. Josh Allen was under constant duress behind that banged-up Bills offensive line. Ogba had a big day. Melvin Ingram had a big day. And this is the game. If the Bills don't get home field advantage in the playoffs, this is the game that they'll point to. These are the games that they can't afford to lose, and yet they lost. Vikings uh, score with under a minute left remaining to beat the Detroit Lions, 28-24. So there's a, there's a saying in Detroit, and I, I talked with uh, actually at dinner with one of our awesome listeners, Christopher Jackson, KJ, in Ann Arbor. 
on uh, Thursday night. SOL, like same old Lions. That's what this game was. I mean, they had this game. They're up 14 nothing. They're up 24-14 in the fourth quarter. But Kirk Cousins led the comeback. Give credit to Alexander Madison for running hard, even when Dalvin Cook went out. I thought Dan Campbell, and he even talked about this after the game, made a questionable decision late in the game to try to kick that field goal because it really wouldn't have helped them that much anyway. You know, I mean, it, it would have made it so that the Vikings had to score a touchdown to beat them, but they did. That's just a game the Lions have to win. The, the, these are the games they have to win. And more often than not, it just still feels like they don't. Kudos to the Vikings for not quitting and for just continuing to play and getting that win when it looked like they were about to lose. Five touchdowns for Lamar Jackson. Ravens over the Patriots, 37-26. to 26. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, I think right now Lamar Jackson probably would be the MVP of the NFL. Lamar or maybe Jalen Hurts. He's awesome. Mark Andrews, I think, is a absolute stud. We don't talk about enough. Um, it was nice for the Ravens to get J.K. Dobbins back. That was a good signing for them to bring in JPP, especially after Justin Houston got dinged up. They're just light at the end, so getting JPP in there is good. Justin Tucker, we just take him for 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 granted. You know, that's the thing about Tucker's Bry is they're just so consistently impressive. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but like day in and day out you can count on Tuckers to just get the job done and to be so productive, so impressive. It's uh, You almost take it for granted. And I know you do, Bri, and you shouldn't because Tuckers, I'm talking about Justin Tucker, of course, are incredible football players. Mac Jones, his mobility was a big positive factor for the Patriots for a while, but he also had some Real bad interceptions. The Aguilar fumble killed them. And then late in the game, Mac Jones got hurt. Didn't like the way that play looked. You know, the D lineman should not be able to do that. But Mac Jones, according to Sports Injury Central, Dr. Chow, you know, with the sixth score, high ankle sprain for Mac Jones. He's going to be out for a few weeks, which means it's Brian Hoyer time against the Packers. Bengals get their first win of the season, 27-12, to over the Jets. This seemed like it was uh, pretty obvious, right? The, the Bengals were due for a win. Jets coming off an emotional win. Trey Hendrickson was awesome. I'm surprised the Jets didn't have a better plan for him. He's by far the best rusher that the Bengals have. And that led to some Flacco interceptions and led to Hendrickson getting a bunch of sacks and hits and tripping him. Burrow had a nice day. Wasn't sacked as much. It was primarily getting the ball to Tyler Boyd and, and T. Higgins more than Jamar Chase because Sauce Gardner did a pretty good job on Jamar Chase. But that's the thing about the Bengals. Lots of weapons they can get to. And, and on this day, it was Boyd and Higgins. You mentioned it earlier. The Titans beat the Lions. Uh, beat the Lions. The Titans beat the Vegas uh, Raiders. 24-22. Raiders now the only team without a win. Well, that's not true because like the Texans don't have a win either. They're the only team with three losses. 
fair point. Texans tied the Colts. That's right. I did not one. think about that. Okay. Uh, they're the only 0-3 team. Uh, Brian, what was the food like? We had breakfast, standard breakfast fare, uh, with eggs, bacon, sausage, waffles, and at the end of the aisle, grilled chicken. So I, I don't know how that fits into <laughs> breakfast. But well, because some people might have already had breakfast and don't that's want true. breakfast. That's true. That's uh, true. And, and uh, standard breakfast fare. I'm sorry. Now, this isn't a Titans comment. This isn't a Titans comment. You hate standard breakfast. I do. I do. Why do you hate? It? You're you're never excited about that. I'm not because I've already eaten breakfast, and when I go to the stadium and it's now uh, noon kickoff, uh, I'm I'm ready for lunch. I'll also say this, Bry. Standard breakfast fare in that setting is usually not great. Like the scrambled eggs, they're not going to be like scrambled cheese eggs. The the waffles aren't going to be good for some reason. In like buffets like that, they're just the standard breakfast fare is not. It's not the same as like when you order it like at a diner. No, that's true. I mean, they did have waffles as well and fresh fruit, and it was good. Halftime hot dogs and I'm thinking fried mozzarella sticks. It was something fried, and I stayed away. What did you eat, Brian? At halftime, nothing. Before the game. Before the game, I went. Uh, I went fresh fruit, waffles, and grilled chicken. Okay. Chicken and waffles. Did they have like gravy? No, it wasn't fried chicken. It was just grilled chicken. Got it. Um, all right. As for the game, Taylor Lewan. Uh, oh, so by the way, at Eastern Michigan Saturday, they had Chick-fil-A. Ooh, nice. Which was awesome. Chick-fil-A breakfast. But I, I you know, I threw a couple of the um, sandwiches in my bag and I, that's what I ate for lunch because I had already had breakfast as well. Um, so good that every, every school should just do that. Just get Chick-fil-A, man. Nothing wrong with that. Taylor Lewan done for the year. That is a big blow for the Titans. Mac Hollins has turned into a playmaker for the Raiders. It's unbelievable. Mac Hollins is a playmaker. They've got like Hunter Renfro. And Darren Waller and Devonte Adams and Mac Hollins is the guy leading them, and it kind of felt like even if his numbers weren't like out of this world, kind of felt like Derrick Henry was back with this performance. He was beastly. Titans get a much needed win, and the Raiders just can't win a close game. I mean, they're zero for three winning close games, and that those are the games in the margins where coaching has a big impact. Eagles improved to 3-0. Carson Wentz sacked nine times. Six of those coming in the first half alone. Eagles over the Commanders, 24-8. Another nine times reference. Boy, uh, Jalen Hurts' pocket presence is so much better than Carson Wentz's. Hurts makes good decisions. Wentz was horrendous. Now, credit to the Eagles' defensive line because... They were relentless, and they got there. But he won't throw the ball. And it's like he doesn't realize there are still guys around him. He fumbled a couple times. Nine sacks, a lot of that is on the quarterback. It just is. Um, Hurts, by the way, had all day to throw. All day. It's unbelievable how much time he has to throw the ball a lot. The Eagles have not one but two star wide receivers. We knew about A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith was incredible in this game. 
made three or four ridiculous catches, had career high in receptions and yards. Um, it felt like Nick Sirianni outcoached Ron Rivera again. They did a quick snap when Devontae Smith caught a bomb on the sideline that should not have counted, but Rivera didn't challenge it in time because the Eagles got on the ball. They're also very aggressive at the end of the first half. Um, Eagles took a lot of shots, a lot of drops for Washington's receivers. I will say that, you know, that didn't help Carson Wentz. McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, surprising had a drop, but the Eagles rolled again. Largest road victory for the Jaguars since 2001, the final 38 to 10 in Los Angeles over the Chargers. Unbelievable. Now, the Chargers lost two more guys early in the game, Rashawn Slater, Joey Bosa. They already didn't have Keenan Allen, Corey Lindsley, J.C. Jackson, five Pro Bowl players out for the game. Um, the early turnovers are what crushed the Chargers early. They got those early turnovers. The Jags jumped on them. Trevor Lawrence is looking better and better. We talked about that on the College Draft podcast. Just about having some patience. He looks much better in year two than he did in year one. What what a difference having a, a, a real coach makes. Devin Lloyd, speaking of rookies playing well, the linebacker from Utah looks like a stud for the Jags. Cam Akers and Cooper Cup both scored for the Rams as uh, they go ahead uh, for a 20-12 to win in Arizona. Rams got off to a fast start. Really fast start. Akers running the ball. Stafford, Cooper Cup had the rushing touchdown. The Cardinals, to me, look inept. I mean, they, it just doesn't look like – it looks like Kyler Murray is just dropping back there, trying to find somebody open. If he doesn't see it right away, he runs around. They just look inept. They didn't score a touchdown the whole game. They just settled for field goals all game. Kyler Murray didn't run till really late in the game for some unknown reason. I don't know why. That's one of the best things he does. I know the Rams are trying to prevent it, but still. Hollywood Brown was like the one real bright spot for the Cardinals. And I'm really mad at myself for tagging along that bet with Fezzik on the Cardinals. I never should have made that bet. Cordero Patterson rushed for a career-high 141 yards in the Falcons. 27-23 win up in Seattle. Falcons move the ball. Bry, they're three for three now moving the ball with Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Cordero Patterson. Mariota had a couple turnovers, but for the most part, Mariota played well. I mean, this is, I think, three games in a row. They've scored at least 26 points, something like that. I'm pretty impressed with them moving the ball and with what we're seeing from Arthur Smith. Really impressed, in fact. Um, Geno Smith, I thought, was solid, maybe other than taking some of those sacks late. The Falcons still have some defensive issues. They still leave some guys wide open, but they got their first win of the season. And like I said, they're much better, especially offensively, than I thought they would be. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady in the Battle of the Bays goes to the Packers, 14-12. to Yeah, it does. Um, the, the Packers put Sammy Watkins... On IR, Romeo Dobbs played well. They needed him to. I mean, they only scored 14 points, but they needed him to. Uh, one of the biggest plays of the game, the Packers were going to have even a bigger lead 
But Aaron Jones got absolutely smashed in the back by Vita Vea and fumbled. I can't even imagine what that felt like for Aaron Jones. I thought Brady and the Bucks offense really struggled mightily throughout. And it's a big reason why they lost the game. And they need to score more than 12 points. Kudos to the Packers defense. But Brady's got to figure it out. The offense has not played well yet this year for the Bucks. And finally, Sunday night football. The Broncos get an ugly win in Denver over the 49ers, the final 11-10. to 10. Boy, was it ever ugly. Nathaniel Hackett hired longtime NFL special teams coach Jerry Rosberg to be his game management coach, which, I mean, credit to Hackett, I guess, for realizing there's a problem and trying to fix it and do something about it. Is it good that he didn't realize that ahead of time? No, but at least now he's trying to do something about it. The Niners struck first. It might have been their opening drive. Or at least early in the game, they went down for a touchdown to Ayuk. That was about it. Wow. The game was an absolute punt fest. Um, Jimmy G at one point stepped out of the – it was 7-3, and Jimmy G – stepped out of the back of the end zone for a safety. Now, it wasn't as bad as Orlovsky, who ran along the, the end line like, like, like he wasn't allowed to touch, be touched back there. Like he was trying to get the protection, which is funny. But Jimmy G, yikes. Late in the game, when the Niners still could have kicked the field goal to win, turnovers absolutely doomed them. You know, Wilson fumbled, Jimmy G fumbled, Jimmy G had an interception. Just didn't really give him a chance to win. The Broncos only had one touchdown drive, but it ended up being all they needed as their offense still looks really bad. They had nine three and outs. Nine was a theme. Nine sacks for the Eagles. Nine losses in a row for the Panthers. Nine three and outs for the Broncos. Nine times. What movie, Bry? Ferris Bueller. Yes. Um, love it. Trent Williams hurt his ankle. That's not good. Got to check in with Dr. Chow to see just how bad, in fact, that is for the Niners. It's a bad loss. Really bad loss for the Niners. That's a swing game for both those teams, and it's not pretty for the Broncos. But just like the Bears, they are a not pretty 2-1 and one at this point. We will have my power rankings tomorrow. We will also have the Even Money podcast to get you guys set for your bets for week number four in the NFL. Shoutouts. We got a new one back. Vision Comics with an X, Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, Go-Bangles.com, SteakhouseSports.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, Evergreen Economics, and of course, the single best gift you can give anyone in your life for any reason, myfrontpagestory.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.